Sombong lives in the Cambodian village of Ondongrosi. She's highly skilled at her craft, relying on nothing but her hands and years of experience to churn out her pottery, which is a staple in the village. Sombong is 45 years old and has been honing her craft for almost 30 years now. She makes 3,000 to 4,000 pieces of pottery every year, by far the most in the village, all by herself, by hand, in this little workshop. Pottery has long been a tradition in the village, evident in the many pots, jars and tea sets that can be found on the shelves and floors of every household. The most popular of her wares are these clay cooking pots, which have been used by families living in the Lansang Mekong River Basin for generations. This coarse pottery is breathable, which is conducive to heating up food and keeping it fresh. Thanks to her craftsmanship, these cooking pots enjoy enduring popularity. Sombong learned pottery from her mother, Chia Art. Chia Art has been long retired and hasn't made pottery for many years. Now she lives in a nearby temple, having left the family workshop to her daughter's care. Here, pottery is passed down only from mothers to their daughters. All three of Chia's daughters learned the craft when they were just children. The clay is gathered from the hill behind the temple, and it's so abundant, villagers refer to it as their gold mine. In generations past, this has been a free resource for the people. However, years of mining has resulted in a decline in its reserves, and the government was forced to enact conservation measures. Now, some villagers are beginning to worry about their future. <laughs> <laughs> now retired and a devout Buddhist, this reality does not concern Chia as much as it does others. Since the clay is only suitable for cooking pots, villagers who want to produce other types of pottery must purchase their clay elsewhere. 
luckily, Sombong doesn't have to worry because there is enough clay in the land she owns. In the past few years, all of Chia's daughters have gotten married. Sokari, Sombong's oldest daughter, used to work at the local factory. Unfortunately, it shut down, so she's come home to help her mother. <laughs> Like Sombong, Sokari enjoys the loving process of making pottery by hand. In the future, she'll take over the family business. But until then, she still has a lot to learn from her mother. ពីបាទអាធម៌ខ្ញុំផ្ដុំដីមិនហ្នឹងហើយនឹង <coughs> Sukari admits pottery work can get a bit monotonous, especially because of how much focus and patience it requires. Although she feels like she knows everything there is to know, she still hasn't made up her mind to return to the village for good. Before the cooking pots are finished, they must go through a process called firing. Instead of using more conventional kilns, Sombong sticks to the tradition of doing it in the open air. This kind of clay pot is the symbol of Kampong Chnang province which not coincidentally means port of pottery in the Khmer language. The village's clay pots have always been popular here and they have provided a way of life for these people for centuries. Above all, pottery has given women like these a choice, an opportunity to be creative and self-reliant in a way that embraces their culture and honors their traditions. Sombong hopes with all her heart that her daughters will follow in her footsteps and perhaps one day even pass the torch to their own children. 
After all, pottery has given her a fulfilling life, and she wants her daughters to benefit from it every bit as much as she has. In Bangkok, the capital of Thailand, many young people come to this gym to learn a martial art and combat sport known as Muay Thai. The gym is famous for its head coach, Jarun Sak, a former professional Muay Thai fighter with several honors to his name. After retiring, he too wanted to pass on his knowledge to the younger generation. He even welcomes foreigners with open arms. The gym has built quite the reputation, and not just on Jarun Sak's name alone. His daughters are accomplished fighters as well. 20-year-old Nacha Kamon started practicing Muay Thai at eight and is now a professional fighter. Her younger sister, Anna, is just 16 and shares the same passion for the sport. Besides practicing and fighting in matches, the two sisters also help their father at the gym as assistant trainers. But for Jeroen Sak, who comes from Thailand's rural countryside, this is not what he had in mind for them. He learned Muay Thai in Bangkok only to lift himself out of poverty. He knows all too well the hard path in front of them. Okay, look, I want to come. Okay, Nachak Kamon and Anna are still students. But Jarun Sak wants them to find more suitable jobs in the future. However, it seems as if the girls have something else in mind. Fortunately, Nacha Kamon has earned enough money from her competitions to pay for her university. Anna wants to become a professional Muay Thai fighter or even a coach like her father. Muay Thai is known for its power and speed, which can easily cause injury, even in training. ตีอยู่ที่มันก็พุดไปโดนตรงหน้าอกอย่างเงี้ยมันจะเจ็บเพราะมันกระดูกค่ะเขาก็จะเจ็บบางทีเตะก็ไปโดนตรงกระดูก
ที่หนักสุดก็ที่เวลาเตะเป้าหรอค่ะนักมวยเขาจะเตะหนักเลยเวลาคนรับอ่ะมันจะเขียวมันจะปูดเนี่ยเขาก็ต้องทนให้รอ As proud of Jarun Sak is of his daughters, he still worries about them. Nacha Kamon was injured in her last competition. Even a year later, Jarun Sak still feels haunted by the memory. ก็ตอนนั้นโชคก็ดั้งเหมือนตรงนี้มันยุบลงไปอะค่ะแล้วตอนนั้นก็ตกใจอะแต่แต่ว่าอยู่ข้างบนมันก็ไม่มันก็ไม่ไม่เจ็บแล้วเพราะมันจะช้าๆแล้วอะไรอย่างเงี้ย I never see like this. My mother just get injured so bad like this. Yeah, I feel I feel so 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 painful then. And uh, I asked her, okay, you want to uh, to be uh, you want to continue to to fight or you want to quit? She said, no, I want to continue to fight. Yeah, she said, I said, okay, up to you. Jarun Sag teaches his daughters that sometimes defense is the best offense, given how aggressive Muay Thai can be. Having good defensive skills are imperative, not only to win, but to avoid devastating injuries that could derail a fighter's career. The true essence of Muay Thai isn't to simply rush and attack. Rather, a wise Muay Thai fighter will win by outsmarting and outweighting their opponent. Jarun Sak has learned this lesson from his own experience. นี่ดูดิวิธีแก้เกมแก้ยังไงดูดิเอาตีนนําเข้าไปเลยเตะตามเข้าไปเพราะว่าเราเป็นพ่อเรารู้ทุกอย่างว่าเขาสามารถทํา
like their lives depend on it. Located in the misty Shan Plateau is In Le Lake, Myanmar's second largest natural lake. The people of this region have been living in stilted houses like these for generations. Here the thoroughfares are waterways so the only means of transportation is by boat. The large stretches of floating fields where fruits and vegetables are grown, along with the lake's abundant fishery resources, allow the locals to live self-sufficient and comfortable lives. Yet, out of this seemingly ordinary existence, something truly extraordinary has been born. Inle Lake produces a unique type of red lotus, whose silk can be removed and used for weaving. It's a skill that Yin Sui and her family have mastered. June to November is the best time of year to collect lotus stalks. Early in the morning, Yin Sui's granddaughter sets out into the lake to collect them. First, the silk must be extracted. It's a job that requires a steady mixture of patience, skill and agility. Nanjin learned the silk extraction and weaving techniques from her mother-in-law. Once the silk is extracted from the fresh red lotuses, she stretches and rolls the filaments until they become thin threads. Today, a group of foreign tourists have come to watch Nanjin's silk weaving demonstration. It takes over 10,000 lotus stalks to make one piece of clothing. One can imagine how much patience and focus it takes to do everything completely by hand. Each day, Nanjin sits at her workbench 
silently breaking each individual stalk and extracting its silk. She is so practiced, it seems almost rhythmic. After extracting enough silk, the filaments are joined with a spindle to form tougher threads and then finally transferred to a hand-cranked spinning wheel. Yin Sue has been sitting in front of a spinning wheel for almost an entire lifetime. Today, most of the people who still practice this traditional technique are either middle-aged or elderly. It's a simple lifestyle, but as protectors of their heritage, they are proud to do it. In Myanmar, lotus silk is considered to be a noble material. Cloth made from lotus silk is delicate and smooth, while possessing a natural fragrance. In the past, lotus silk cloth was only used for making robes for Buddhist monks. Now, it is gradually getting recognition from the general public and the international garment industry as one of the world's most expensive fabrics. However, its future is uncertain as the number of lotus stalks in the lake are declining along with the number of silk weavers. Today, Inle Lake has become a popular tourist attraction and its folk festivals are attracting global spectators. As the locals receive more attention from the outside world, it gives them even more reason to keep their traditions alive. Through self-control and determination, the potters of Kampong Chnang live simple but rewarding lives. Through practice and persistence, the young Muay Thai fighters are living their dreams. Through serenity and faith, the tradition of producing lotus silk is still alive today. This is the wisdom of life on the Mekong River.